Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. with our delightful, oh yeah, I said we're delightful, uh, uh-huh. series on women around the world. Uh, and we are here celebrating AAPI or APA Heritage Month or Asian Pacific American Heritage Month in the United States. And what better way to do that than to talk about the wonderful Hinale Moano, Wong Kalu, also lovingly referred to as Kumuhina from Hawaii or Hawaii, we would promise we're trying our best to be respectful of all of the pronunciation. Please don't add us, <laughs> meaning being mean to us, uh, because we do want to celebrate this amazing woman and the many people, especially when it comes to the indigenous people of uh, Hawaii and uh, so many around and about what they are doing and celebrate who they are. But before we start, because we are going to talk a little bit about traditions and preservation and culture, Annie, I do want to ask you. Do you mm-hmm. have something that you feel like is something that is culturally phenomenal to you and or something you would want to hold on to, a tradition that you would want to pass on or at least remember? That is a very good question. I think for me, a lot of it is food-based, which is interesting because of a book that we're going to be talking about where I really dug into that. And as I was reading it, I was thinking, yeah, you do, you form so many connections through this. And and for me and my family, we're very traditional when it comes to food to the point that I think um, perhaps we eat things that we don't necessarily <laughs> love too much just because of the tradition oh, of that's eating funny. it. Yeah, so that's how I kind of mark occasions. And even when I moved out, 
I would continue to make things. Like in the South, there's the, you know, traditional Southern New Year's meal that -hmm. you make for your luck and money. And I, you know, slightly altered it to make it easier, but I do do it every year. And so I think that's part of it. And I actually was lucky enough to spend Mother's Day with my mom. And she was talking about the food traditions in her family and how important it was to her. And now she has these memories with certain um, dishes of just like cooking all day and the smells being so good and being so excited and going on picnics with her family to eat these things and how it was sort of a big event when they would cook certain things. So I would have to say it's probably food. My dad also had, he had food things, but his were much more like, (laughs) I don't know, his was much more, I just really like this and I grew up eating it as opposed to a certain date, I suppose. Right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's not anything that I feel... I will be passing on generationally. Maybe that's just because I don't have kids and I don't work with kids right now. But typically, I had things growing up that was a lot nice, but it feels also like it got kind of now lost, um, mm-hmm. whether it's because the people who started the tradition passed away, so therefore we don't pick it up, or literally, like, uh, we used to go for New Year's as a family, go up on top of this mountain. There was this giant boulders where mm-hmm. we would actually do traditional things, very religious things. Also, put, like, a time capsule-ish mm-hmm. that we would come back the next year to look. But it got bulldozed and is now under now a suburb. So. Oh, no! <laughs> so that tradition kind of went out the window because oh. of that. Um, yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. things like that have caused for a lot of uh, disruptions, which we're going to talk about in a bit because— the settlement and capitalism of that can destroy things. We know this, yeah. which we're not going to be all negative, I promise. But <laughs> um, yeah, like I think for me right now, it's figuring out my ethnicity. And so following along Korean traditions to pick that up for myself. So doing things for uh, Chinese or Korean New Year's, which are similar in, in the same date, but uh, figuring those traditions out, what soups, I actually did the specific foods in honor of it, including like sweeping out the old year, all of these things, uh, specific types of soups that they want you to eat, rice, cakes, tteokbokki type of thing. That I'm like, yeah, I want to pick this up for myself because I've never had that so I would like that as a connection. And I find that beautiful. And I want to connect that part, part of myself to that. Mm-hmm. And again, beyond family traditions, my family did not do much other than religious things. Mm-hmm. That is no longer a part of my life. So it feels mm-hmm. kind of, for the sake of doing it, I'll do it with my family. But I don't celebrate it on my own. But right. I do miss some of that. Like we used to do third Sundays would be a big deal because we would get the entire family. I'm talking entire cousins, aunts, uncles, all that come wow. together under one place, eating a giant family Southern meal as a mm-hmm. way to celebrate. And I kind of miss that. I also miss like all the good food, um, all yeah. the very country food. Yeah. But that was very based on religion and tradition and things. And then mm-hmm. since the uh, patriarch and the matriarch died in that family, we haven't done that. Of course, we've all gone our separate ways. It kind of happens that way um, mm-hmm. and in general. So I, I do miss those sort of, sort of. But now that with ad- being an adult that does not agree with my family most of the time, I'm okay yeah. with not having that tradition. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? I will say uh, my dad, now that I think about it, 
he loves movies and he loved entertaining people. So I feel like in my, you know, fictional women <laughs> section, there maybe I'm go. sort of passing down. You're that. honoring that. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store, clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Life is busy. There are so many things on your to-do list with so little time to do them. And you're always thinking about others' needs before thinking of your own. Trust me, we understand. Kim Crawford does too. That's why they're inviting you to experience Golden Hour, your chance to reclaim your time and laugh with your favorite people, play your favorite song on repeat, gaze outside your window and daydream about your wildest dreams, or celebrate your victories. No matter the moment, you can savor it all with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. As the number one ranked Sauvignon Blanc in the U.S., Kim Crawford has classic aromas of lifted citrus, tropical fruit, and crushed herbs to help you stay in a golden hour state of mind. Because golden hour is more than just time, it's whenever you want to savor amazing. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more. That's KimCrawfordWines.com to find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Well, in a different way of honoring beyond you and I doing things for our own uh, happiness, uh, mm-hmm. we are talking about um, Wong Kalu, who has done some amazing things. And she is doing it specifically because she wants to preserve uh, the native cultures within Hawaii and making sure that it remains and is passed down from generation to generation. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. We know there's a really dark history when it comes to Hawaii and the way it was colonized and taken over and actually just... I technically still not supposed to be a part of the U.S. territories, but hey, you know, <laughs> if you want more information, there's so many podcasts about that and you should absolutely dig deep because it's an ugly history that we need to know and never mm-hmm. forget. But because yeah. of that, uh, she is one who has made it 
part of her life to make sure that she's teaching the ways of the traditions and the cultures of the people of the native Hawaiian Islands. Uh, she was actually born in Oahu, um, and Wong Kalu is a native Hawaiian. Mahu, which is uh, a native Hawaiian and Tahitian cultural term referencing the third gender people, quote, which occupies a place in the middle between male and female. So I got that from the Wikipedias. And who are typically seen as teachers or roles who are respected for their spiritual and social roles in the culture and teach different ways of life, preserving their culture, including hula dancing and spiritual chants and songs. So essentially what we see as uh, the ritualistic uh, traditions within the native Hawaiian communities, these beautiful dances, which if you don't know how to do it, don't do it because it's disrespectful. 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 Um, she is teaching this. According to some, Mahu can be dated to pre-colonial history of Hawaii and was noted to be priests, and they were noted to be priests and healers at the time. But due to colonization, some of the history has been whitewashed and even erased. But with Native Hawaiians like Wankalu, or as she's lovingly termed, Kumohina, they are able to preserve the t- beautiful teachings and past traditions and teach it onto the younger generations. Right. And growing up trying to ignore what she has always known, that she wasn't as she was born. It was at the age of 20, Wankalu embraced who she was and began her transition, taking on the name Hinale Moana, or the goddess of the moon. She soon graduated from the University of Hawaii in Manoa, and there she began her journey in activism and advocacy. Wong Kalu continues to be a mentor, teacher, advocate, and preserver for her community and her people. As a mahu and trans woman, she has become a fierce ally for her community and for her culture, promoting, quote, cross-cultural alliances throughout the Pacific Islands. Uh, and that's according to her recent interview with kayanamomona.org. And I hope I'm not butchering it. I apologize if I am. And not only does she teach traditional songs and dances, but she writes and performs her music as well. And to add another title to her many professional tags, she's a filmmaker too. It's awesome. Yes, yes. She did one in 2020, which got a lot of good accolades and good reviews. We need nice. to look at all these films. Yes. She is the founder of Kulia Namamo, which was an organization seeking to improve transgender and Mahu Wahini's quality of life and health. She was also a teacher of the Kumu language at Leeward Community College. She soon would get involved with her community government as a candidate of the Office of Hawaiian Affairs, which made her the first transgender candidate for a statewide political office in the U.S., which is beautiful. Um, She went on to serve as the chair of Oahu Island Burial Council and became the cultural director of Halau Lokahi Public Charter Schools. So she's doing a lot. And much like so many of the amazing women we've talked about, she was featured in an award-winning documentary titled Kumu Hina. The documentary released in 2014 and um, follows her life as she teaches and preserves their native culture and teaches it to the younger generations. In it, uh, viewers are able to see the beautiful mentorship she has with a young student who also identifies as, quote, in the middle and seek to join an all-male hula group in their school. And if you go onto the clips to watch any of it, you will see Wong Kalu mentoring uh, this young person and really encouraging them to be who they are and taking on the role and being a powerhouse uh, in a community she, they may not feel welcome. So it's a really beautiful scene. It also follows her romantic relationship, I believe it's the beginning of their relationship with a young man, uh, as well as her journey in meeting with the with her elders, uh, the traditional mahu who actually live together, to seek guidance and mentorship. 
Yeah, and the film was well-received and won the Frameline Film Festival Documentary Jury Award and the Audience Award for Independent Lens. It would also get the Outstanding Documentary Award from uh, the GLAAD Media Awards. It was also made into a shorter children's version titled A Place in the Middle, which was used for classrooms and educational purposes. Her path and mission of preserving her culture and passing it down to younger generations has made her an icon among so many. Using song or melee, as she puts it, has been a key part of how she is teaching the traditions. She says in one of her interviews, many of us tend to recall what we heard. It's a part of our culture, and so singing helps us recall these memories and understanding. Melee, whether in chant form, melee hymenai, choir style, Western music with guitar or ukulele, the idea is that that's how we pass down the message. And it's so true. Yeah, I, absolutely. I remember all the songs of childhood. And if you get a chance, please go and watch the beautiful documentary that it is a gorgeous uh, portrayal of who she is and, and the community she is creating. Uh, but, you know, we couldn't leave an episode celebrating this wonderful warrior without talking about the many recognitions she's been given, including as the recipient of the National Education Association Ellison Onizuka Human and Civil Rights Award. Native Hawaiian Community Educator of the Year. She was also a White House Champion of Change, I believe in 2014, and was named by USA Today as one of the 10 women of the century from Hawaii. So that's a pretty big title. And of course, like I said, she is still doing uh, films and getting a lot of accolades. I believe one of her films was actually recommended and recognized by the Oscars organization. So again, phenomenal work. And we did want to end with one uh, stanza from her famous song. And because we cannot speak the native Hawaiian tongue, uh, we're going to say the uh, translated version because we want to try to be respectful uh, as much as we can. Uh, but it was also very beautiful in how they are proud of their land. And the song title written by Wong Kalu is Kuha Heo. So it is also on YouTube if you want to go see the full version. It is gorgeous. So in the translated version, it says, Stand proud, my Hawaii, band of warriors of my land. This is the dawn of a new era of our people, for my nation, for our Hawaiian society, and I shall give my all. Right, and that was just one small stanza, and it was so gorgeous that we had to uh, say it (laughs) in a translated version. But the actual version where they're singing it beautifully, you definitely should go and check it out because it is gorgeous. It is almost, uh, it sends chills. Yeah, yeah. This is such amazing work. And so much stuff, like, for us to to enjoy. Uh, So much work that we can find, and that's, that's always great. So... Yes, uh, go check all these things out. As always, if there's someone that you think we should talk about or an organization you think we should talk about in this segment, please let us know. You can email us at stephaniamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you for your patience and your kindness. Christina. Yes, yes. Thank you indeed. <laughs> um, and thanks to you for listening. Stuff on Never Told You's production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. 
Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times, every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.